0: Welcome to Footnotes of History, the podcast that never leaves a man behind. With you, as always, are myself, Tim Philpot, and the historian who would never take a shortcut, Daniel Nesbitt. <laughs> Hello, Tim. Thank you for that. Sorry to say excessive introduction. A huge I think. introduction. A huge huge yeah. introduction. Well, got a huge episode, that's why. It is a huge episode, yeah. Do you want Explain. To do yeah, so um, today we're going to be talking about... It's a story that I think is very well-known in America, but outside of America, less so. And it's a, the story of the Donner Party, which were a... A group of pioneers who set out from the eastern part of America and then did the long trek, as you've probably seen in many different sort of yeah paintings and films nowadays, trekked across America to well, get to the west. When I was younger, I, um, I actually played a computer game called The Oregon Trail. I, re- I actually read about that computer game when did I was I- yeah. 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 I was like, who the hell played this game? That was huge, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah. Um, and uh, it was actually. Um, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was essentially the, the the immigration from from the east coast, from the east to the west of uh, America. Yeah, and there were various different factors that you could put together to, uh, you know, when you left, which route you were going to take, you know, how much food you were going to take of this and that, uh, you know, what your profession was. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically work out all of these things just yeah. to try and get the right combination of things that would take to the end. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So I think I think actually you know that having that game would probably have helped quite a lot in this. Instance. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to get into the the Donner party itself. In a few minutes, but I think beforehand we're going to give you a bit of context about what the pioneering was, what yeah. the you know what the Oregon Trail is, and what you know what they're trying to get to, to yeah. give you a bit of a, a broader picture, and then yeah. we'll, do, we'll go into the party itself. Yeah, um, I, mean, I would just say it's actually. Uh, I think this is probably probably the most traumatic footnote of history episode yes. we've done. Yeah, I think uh, I think yeah. The yeah. newspaper headline. I think the newspaper headline that we saw just now when we were watching the end of the documentary <laughs> was. Um, uh, it was like it was like. I'm going to slightly paraphrase it. Like chilling, thrilling, true. Yeah. <laughs> you know exclamation mark. Right yeah, exactly. Though, like, yeah. yeah, and then a big picture of uh, yeah. Where what we ended up. up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so yeah, yeah. Let's let's move on to the context. So yeah. what we're talking about is, is the Dollar Party set out in 1846. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were the the 1846 cohort, I suppose. Yeah. Of em- em- emigrants from the east of uh, America. Yep. To, to the west they, they were aiming yeah. as, as were many pioneers at the time to get into california yeah which is it was a lot bigger than modern day california um, yeah. the, the area that we describe in california in those days was actually the combined states of california nevada utah plus parts of arizona wyoming colorado and new mexico mm. so it's just a vast space that yeah to many i think people in america in america at the time thought was just an empty sort of land they could pour into yeah well um, i think i think you yeah, know in, in some ways, you could see where, where that was obviously sort of incorrect in the sense that, obviously, some Mexican uh, sort of um, settlers were there, mm-hmm. but also Native American Indians obviously were uh, yeah. living in various areas around there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think to, to a large extent, I mean, even now, like, there's still quite a lot of desert. Yeah, still empty, there's still empty yeah. space and things like that, but I think it's one of the key things often that people at the time didn't yeah. really consider in that it was nominally, at least under the control of Mexico. Yeah. So they always had, it you could describe it as the Mexican Empire, extended all the way up. To the north of California, yeah, um, which was quite a vast area. But as we'll see over the course of the episode, this kind of, this caused tension. Yeah, in the broader well, picture, I think what we're what we're sort of seeing is like the it's the sort of nascent American Empire, which which we've, we've yeah. covered sort of slightly in previ- previous episodes, mm-hmm. uh, sort of expanding into Alaska, uh, into um, bullying the Far East and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and all this all this comes under sort of the, the broad heading of what's called Manifest Destiny. Yeah, which is yeah. broadly speaking, it's the idea that the American people were meant to settle and today, their, in their minds civilise the American continent. <laughs> the um, rest of the world. And the, yeah, and, yeah. yeah, and then from that point, almost also large parts of the other bits of the world. Yeah. Um, I think this is one of the key points as to so one factor as to why yeah. the pioneer movement and the massive influx of people from yeah. east across to west happened. And yeah. this, there was this um, spirit within them. They thought this is our this yeah. destiny as a nation, manifest destiny, yeah. something we have to fulfil. And it's definitely something we should bear in mind throughout this episode, as to yeah. why I- people are trying to get into the... Into the West, indeed. Uh, I was going to say, like in in some ways, there are sort of uh, there's sort of a there's sort of a dual dual um, approach to this, isn't there? There's the mm-hmm. as we, as we mentioned, the sort of pull factors in the sense that we we talk about manifest destiny. So in a sense. Uh, would the people themselves, the people themselves who are going, would have their all their individual reasons for going, yeah. which I, I, you know, in my sort of um, <laughs> my expertise, would summarise as sort of like, you know, there's a bit more religious freedom, a bit more, you're you're escaping from what is essentially a. I mean there's quite a lot of disease in the East in yeah. in, the, in the big cities at least. Mm-hmm. Um so you're escaping from that. And you're also you're more likely to have more land and yeah, a more, supposedly a land less, opportunity as well. Yeah, the, I mean the, we haven't discovered gold yet. Mm-hmm. That comes a bit later. But there is that element where it's sort of I think yeah. also like almost a bit like you're some of them are going through almost like a bit of a midlife crisis. They can really yeah. reinvent themselves in the in Absolutely, the West yeah. and without this sort of in this sort of interference that they see it from Maybe, yeah, the, the government. Well, yeah, in some ways, yeah, I think the government or 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 just other people, I suppose especially, mm-hmm. uh, especially yep. in, a, in a religious context. and I was going to say as well uh, that is very much a Hastings. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think Hastings was trying to reinvent himself. Yeah. To some of, is, we'll move into him a bit yeah, later. This, this is, is Lancelot Hastings, but we'll come into him yeah later. So he has a, and, a part to play in the story. I was also going to mention a couple of other like slightly wider factors in mm-hmm. the sense yep. that if the gov- if the people in charge, you know, the government was saw this as a manifest destiny element, they're not going to try and stop it, are they? No. They're they in, in some ways it served their purpose yeah. to, to get people to expand that whole yeah. way. Yeah. Um I, um for example, um uh, quite a good example of this was um in the nineteen twenties when after the First World War when the Russian and Austro Hungarian Empires collapsed, the states that rose up in between were desperate to fill the areas with their own mm. nationality yeah. people. So you know that, so that's their kind of their flag it, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, right. so it could be a similar type of thing. Yeah. So we've kind of had a few of the facts as to why people are moving. So we've had sort of a sort of overall concept of manifest destiny. This, mm. is, our, this is what the nation should do. We've got escaping from interference, be it religious, political, or just everyday life. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, also the sort of American state wanting to push its boundaries out yeah, and yeah. claim land. Yeah. Um, and I think all these, were, as we said, filled into one yeah. and you know together helped push and pull people out. Yeah. And they had to go along... Various sort of emigrant trails. Yeah. Um, we're, we're talking here about people going, walking on foot, also travelling covered wagons, different types of wagons. You yeah. know, everyone's sort of seen the typical pioneer tie wagon, I think. But I think it's quite, quite um, fascinating. It's like, you know, it's not like you would go a certain distance and then stop and settle somewhere. Yeah. It's like you would go on this path all the way to the end of the path mm-hmm. and then you stopped yeah. in, in California. Mm-hmm. It's like California... Once you cross the border of California, that's it. You're there. Yeah, I think yeah. For context, California is like massive. But yeah, yeah, go on. For context, we're talking sort of what we're going to talk about today is the Oregon Trail, which is the biggest and most mm. sort of popular emigrant route. Yeah. Um, and that started from in Iowa, Missouri, and Nebraska. Yeah. And then went on for over two thousand miles. Yeah. Literally across the country. If you Google like yeah. maps, you just see the red line heading almost across the entirety of the America. Of most of the United America, States, yeah. yeah, it's just ludicrous yeah. how far these people travelled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it, you know, this was um, they went across what, around three different mountain ranges, around various, about six areas of desert as well, yeah. just to get through. You're going across rivers, and um, down a very small and very busy route because mm-hmm. as as mm-hmm. it got more sort of more people went down it, you had more people going across it. Yeah. Before For emigrating, you had supply wagons going through. Yeah. You had Military convoys as well. I think so, one, I think one of the positives, actually, we'll probably touch on a bit later, is that the main route. Uh, which the Donald Party did not take yeah. um, was probably safer for one of these reasons. for some yeah. of these reasons, and I think also as the main route developed, you people started putting in bridges. The yeah. roads started getting more easy to follow. Drive-throughs, like, yeah, drive-throughs, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All these, all these type of things yeah. happened, um, and it could around take around four months to travel if you if you get everything It's ludicrous. Yeah. Isn't it? If you yeah. take if you if, and that's not a good time, I think, mm. as well. Mm. Um type like the timing of when you left was pretty key. Yeah. So yeah. you didn't want to start too early because then you'd get bogged down by the spring rains mm. and it would be impossible to move. Also you didn't want to start too late because you had to get across the Sierra Nevada Mountains, which is it's kind of cool in a way because they the, like the toughest obstacle is right at the end. Yeah. And um, this mountain range, Sierra Nevada, has around 500 different peaks. that are over 12,000, uh, 12,000 yeah. feet, and that comes the last 100 miles or so off the yeah. route. So like, winter, just before, yeah. yeah. And if you don't get across there before winter, then you're basically trapped. Yeah. Um, as we we'll see. Would well, you trapped in? Well, as we'll find out, trapped in one of the worst areas. Exactly. Yeah. Route. Literally yeah. the worst area. Um, so we've talked a little about why people are going, a bit about the route they have to take. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about where they end up, California? Um, just to give a context yeah, about what it well, is at the time well I mean yes I mean, so, so California obviously at the time is not, it's not part of, of um, well the United States of America mm-hmm. um, it's very much a sort of um, all of the settlements are along the coast the yep. government that is in existence at the time the Mexican uh, the Mexican controlled um, sort of regime I suppose yeah it's regime. Way, um, it is um, it is sort of very, has very very weak control over the area mm-hmm. and it was seen as a sort of kind of and obviously, the Mexican Empire is sort of in decline as well. Yeah. Um, so the, this is sort of seen as quite a um, prime spot for new settlers mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, well for, for someone point. to take take charge basically. Which uh, brings us—we'll you know, touch back on Hastings in a minute. But Hastings uh, saw it as his... Um, well something uh, low hanging fruit, I suppose. Yeah, and it's... for his own personal empire. <laughs> um, I was going to say, yeah. Sorry, gone. No, uh, I was just that's, agreeing with you to yeah. say that this is you know. I think this is partly why people are motivated to go. We've touched on it earlier about America literally planting flags in different parts yeah. of the continent. They've seen an opportunity, in many ways, to go out there and, you know, and put their own people out there to yeah. start gaining a foothold. Yeah, Did you mentioned Texas as well, by the way. Yeah, go if you want to go for it. Then. Well, uh, I mean, the, the, yeah. So they annexed Texas from Mexico. Uh, sort of, insp- I suppose, inspired quite a lot more of this fervent feel, this sort of manifest destiny fervent feeling that America should. Well, basically control the whole of North America. Yeah. Um, um, uh, and so sort of, yeah, again, in, in, encourage people to go to California for mm-hmm. this reason. And yeah. Sort of push out Mexican uh, settlers, mm-hmm. Mexican government there. Yeah. I um, mean, obviously there was a, there was uh, the Mexico the, the, the war between America, uh, the USA yeah, and Mexico. The Mexican-American War. Yeah, the Mexican-American yeah. War, indeed, yeah. And in 1842, 18- 1846. At the end of, is, end of 1846. Yeah, this no, is, it ends in 1847. Yeah, this is it's the quite a short one. This is the big picture sort of yeah. thing we've got going on at the time. Is yeah, that, um, as well as American settlers going into California. Yeah, the, a war starts between America and Mexico at basically the same time. So it's something to bear in mind whilst talking yeah. about this that these settlers aren't going from one bit of America to another, and these times they're going from America to a new another, literally a, new, a yeah. new kind of place they're building as yeah. they get there, but it's also normally under the control of another state. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was considered so weak that even the British tried to get involved. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it was quite amusing. I think we probably have to mention this because we mentioned yeah. Lord Palmerston in of every course. episode we did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's policy. Yeah. So, like, the British minister, or the British, the ambassador, or as they were called in those days, mm. uh, in Mexico wrote a letter to Lord Palmerston, who was then the British Prime Minister, saying... So California is a prime location for an English uh, British colony uh, unfortunately it didn't get there the letter didn't get in time there for Palmerston I think would be yeah. very in favour of um, this kind of yeah he's that kind of guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, it got there when his successor who was slightly less keen on just charging around yeah. taking sending gunboats everywhere he's, so he's my, my favourite Prime Minister I think yeah, he's a bit. He's a bit. So of a lad. far, yeah. Well, Robert Peel, you mean? No, uh, no. Sorry, oh, oh, Palmerston. a bit of a bit. Well, uh, yeah, my favorite in the sense. Yeah, Robert, I mean, sorry, Robert Peel is my favorite. Well, <laughs> the no, Greatest reformer no, of his age. Yeah, nobody cares. Maybe. But yeah, <laughs> let's. Um, we'll kind of from the big picture, concentrate into the party itself. Yeah, um, a great party. Yeah, well, yeah to begin with, <laughs> maybe. maybe. Yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> um, so when we talk. Well, about <laughs> um, yeah, I think said that. Yeah. I, mean, they, they had the, I mean, we'll go into the day's details, won't we? But they had some pretty bizarre things coming along with them. They did. It's yeah. like a circus. Anyway, go yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so, I think when we talk about the Donner Party, it's important to think of it not as one sort of homogenous group, but mm. as a collection of families and then also a few individuals as well. Yeah. And the key families to think about in the first instance are the Donner, Donner, Donner family, yeah. which um, is George and Jacob, brothers, yeah. um, and their wives, Tams and Elizabeth, and their sort of horde of children and stepchildren. Yeah, 12 children and stepchildren, plus six uh, people they've employed to drive the wagons. Mm. And then also the Reeds, um, James and Margaret Reed with their four children, yeah. um, and these they were both the sort of flagship families. They were they were the, they were the first sort of families on in the group because I, I know the Reeds are obviously quite wealthy. Yeah, right? the Reeds yeah. are wealthy, and do- the Donners aren't aren't unwealthy. The yeah, yeah, day, they're yeah, successful yeah. farmers as well. Yeah, but both of them farmers, farm, you say. yeah. Donners yeah. are farmers, and then um, Reed I think was in business. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, they were both kind of had the, were inspired to go to the West. Mm-hmm. The, the Donners had moved about five times before this, right. and they didn't need to move again. But I think. They, you mentioned earlier about disease in yeah. the East. I think there, were, there was an outbreak of fever. I think at the time, and were, that kind of yeah. got them thinking. Maybe one more move would be useful to us. To yeah, get... I mean, I don't think this is explicitly relevant to the Donner Party, but I think quite a lot of people were sort of running around trying to escape debtors as well. At this time. Yes, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we've never this from other people. Mm. Street Byron, for example. Yeah, <laughs> not, not <laughs> all yeah. the Romantic <laughs> poets. <just> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think one, one sort of interesting anecdote we have about the Reed family. Is yeah. that James Reed was very friends with a sorry a, escape from their creditors, what we yeah their yeah, creditors. Yeah. <laughs> I want to give you <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, um, yeah. but yeah, so James Reed is actually good friends with a young man called Abraham Lincoln uh, at really? the time. Um, Who's that? <laughs> yeah, this is before he became the president. When he was a lawyer yeah. still, and uh, it's like twenty. years is like yeah yeah a few about yeah just about twenty years 20 before years just before under twenty years tall. yeah, um, and he actually um, when the party was being put together, Lincoln was actually quite keen to join it. Uh, and he was had to be talked out of it by his That's wife. A shame. Yeah, That's a shame. had yeah. to by his wife, who, was, <laughs> who who, understandably was a bit concerned about going because she had they had one small child and she was pregnant with another child. Yeah, so in the end, Lincoln didn't go with the party. He stayed and then eventually went into politics. But yeah. Lincoln's wife came to wave the families off as they left. Oh, really? So when they left Springfield, uh, Illinois. Uh, Marital Lincoln was in the in the crowds waving the the goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> that's so. And so history could have been very very indeed different it if could it would taken a different path. Yeah, that's so bizarre, yeah. isn't it? That's that's absolutely mad because he yeah. almost certainly would have. I mean, well, pretty much everybody. Well, I don't want to spoil the ending, but you know, he might yeah, not stuck went bad. Yeah. yeah, 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 and he yeah. yeah, he probably wouldn't have been president if he'd gone with indeed yeah. he'd a whole different life. Indeed. Yeah. Anyway, um, do you want to? You mentioned a little bit about the sort of circuit element to it and all this weird well, yeah, mean, and wonderful stuff they took with the well, well, there's, there's one example in particular you like, I think. The yeah, Re- the, the Reed's, the, the Reeds um, sort of double-decker wagon with the, mm-hmm. uh, like, everything was built in. Yeah. So there a massive wagon, which took, like, two 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 decks, yeah, all I the think... beds built in, an iron stove built in, which I, I just find astonishing. you you put an iron stove mm. in know. a wagon? I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, but think, they merged it somehow. Yeah, Virginia. They obviously envisaged a much more luxurious journey. Yeah, than, I think uh, so. But, I think yeah. um, Virginia Reed one of their daughters, described it as the Pioneer Palace. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. So yeah. just to give you an yeah. you know, open your mind, is the the affluent yeah know, vehicle we're seeing. Um, it took yeah. eight oxen to pull as well, which seems excessive. Yeah. Um, and so they, yeah, you know, these are the two. The there donors I was, was going to mention as well, but obviously you're probably going to say this, so stop me if you are. But um, it was it was part of a much wider, long, yeah. larger train of what. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the best word is a cohort of yeah because obviously everybody would leave at the same time in order to get there at the right time as you said it was a very specific journey to make Mm -hmm. so they would be like part of a much larger crowd and train I suppose of wagons that yeah go so what yeah, we're talking about they, the Dons and the Reeds left on their own from Springfield Illinois and they yeah. travelled to Independence yeah. in Missouri that was the big goodbye yeah. point in, too, Independence yeah. like the, the major jumping off point yeah. onto the Oregon Trail Yeah. and so, and joining them along the way from Independence were other families like the Murphys the Eddies the Breens yeah. and then the Keysburgs as well and then yeah. people will come on to again yeah. later yeah. Um, and then obviously these other sort of people they've had Different families of hires, so yeah. like Single single men who who were looking at it as a sort of like a financial opportunity, the route itself. Yeah. Um uh, I see, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so as as you said, they would join this larger wagon train of around five hundred wagons that yeah. was leaving and they left quite late in the late in the um in the day, in the year. The, the last of the, the year, year, right, is that right? Yeah, it was they left yeah. in May eighteen forty six. So at the very end, sort of almost at the very cusp of not being Getting a bit, yeah, getting getting a bit cutting close for yeah. comfort, yeah. Yeah, and it didn't help that the, uh, the palace wagon was incredibly slow, as yeah. we've, as we've um, said. Uh, even small obstacles were very difficult to get around <laughs> with it. Uh, they, it just like, kind of very much slowed them down. Yeah. Although, on the first bit of the route, so this is going to Fort Laramie, which is in the, the foot of the Rocky Mountains, yeah. Um, yeah, and interestingly, around two days after they left, independence, Missouri, the war broke out between Mexico and the United States. So it's the Mexican Mexican-America, Mex- American Mexican American War started. Two weeks after. Two days, sorry. Two, two days, days. direct, yeah. almost directly when they left. Yeah, which had yeah. another complication to the yeah, to the absolutely. route. And um, it would actually have quite a devastating effect later on. It would, which, yeah, yeah, go yeah. Right, go ahead. Uh, but I think the um, the early stages. Although, do you think maybe, you think maybe they thought, oh look, uh, you know. Um, Maybe they knew might, potentially this might happen, and it was like, "Oh, we're going to get there." As it's um, obviously going to be, maybe not. So I, don't, I don't, maybe, but I don't know. It's difficult to say whether they would have known that. Yeah, I don't think all. they would yeah. have done. Just but, um, but yeah, um, the early stage of the journey, Tams and Donna remarked how easy they were, mm. if not. And the whole route is two thousand miles. Yeah, so, just right? just over two thousand miles. So it's sort of nearly halfway. Okay. Yeah, and they're getting there. And then the sort of like the key thing that really put, knocked them off course happens directly. Yeah. You know, on the, on the first part of the route, where they were met by a rider um, who had a letter for them, or mm. an open letter to pioneers on the trail, written by a man called Lansford W. Hastings. Yeah. Lansford Hastings was a man who, he, he was a you know, man with a plan, really. Uh, yeah. He'd written a book called The Emigrant's Guide to Oregon, Oregon and California, Yeah. which the whole point of this book and the whole point of his scheme was to encourage more pioneers to make this journey, yeah. and hopefully more Americans then, then to settle in California, yeah. which he thought would then sort of lead to a bloodless coup against mm-hmm. the Mexicans, mm-hmm. drive them out and they could find, found sort of de, a de facto American uh, yeah. state yeah. Or, or country, which he would then would he or, be in charge, would be in of, charge, charge of, or at a high is. level in government. Yeah. And so his idea, in the book he wrote, it was quite a passing reference in the book, but it was a quite important one that he yeah. said he'd found a cut off, mm. shortcut mm. Um, that would save people time, and and it would save between three hundred fifty and four hundred miles. Yeah. So this is quite a big uh, saving. It's, yeah, absolutely. If, well, if it can you see how big the journey is, that's almost yeah. like you know. Or and twenty percent of the journey, and we yeah. do know that the the party members had the book. I think George yeah. John had definitely had a copy yeah, of the book, yeah. um, and so they had read it. Um, and he was obviously promising this. And again, again, I, w- I would say as well, potentially this was part of the, you know, part of the um, slightly. Obviously, slightly uh, casual attitude they had to leaving on time. Yeah, maybe. Well. Yeah, yeah, potentially. Because yeah, they thought, oh, you know, we're going to be there earlier because we're going to cut off this amount, of, mm-hmm. this amount of miles. But yeah, go around. Yeah. yeah, and so he actually. The only problem with this was he hadn't actually travelled the uh, the cutoff that he was planning. Hastings, probably, yeah, Hastings yeah. hadn't cut. He only set off to travel it on the same day that the Redonna party left <laughs> um, Independence. Sorry, left Springfield. Sorry. So when they started their journey, he actually started his journey to check whether his cutoff route was actually viable, mm. and you know this unfortunately for. The Donner Party actors as a kind of siren call to yeah, them and thought, no, hey, yeah. this actually sounds like a good idea. Um and so they they had a there were some discussions, they were met by one of Reed's friends who told them, Don't go down the route, it's not safe for wagons. Yeah. But he was disregarded and they decided to split from the larger group and yeah. head towards the the cutoff. And at this point, um the group elected George Donner as the leader of the group, and this I yeah. think partially why I'm known as the Donner Party now, yeah, because yeah, because he was in charge of it. Yeah. Um Reed also wanted to be put In charge, yeah. The, well, he, I think he was probably obviously the most prominent choice, yeah. But no, he, everyone hated him, yeah. <laughs> he, people, people didn't like him because he, yeah. he was quite autocratic and high handed, yeah, he was, he was quite rich and had this extravagant, annoying wagon, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> this like everyone now, yeah. Um, so yeah, when they right, so they, you yeah, know, the party split from the larger group, yeah, and decided, it, it, I think more. it's really interesting because it's kind of like the, it, the, the party has to kind of stick together, mm. uh, almost regardless, which is sort of where all some of the tension comes in later on, actually, but um. They can't like sort of like oh yeah you know they're going really slowly we'll just leave them behind yeah 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 it's so so just like you just that's apparently just not where you didn't you just didn't do that mm-hmm. apparently. yeah yeah and so they they split off and they arrived at the start of what's known as what's known as Hastings cut off yeah um, expecting to find Hastings there to guide them through as he promised and do you yeah. want to say what happened well I mean essentially he wasn't yeah so Hastings wasn't there mm-hmm. uh, he'd left he left a note saying you know it's all you know, it's all going to plan or whatever, uh, and to follow him down the route, essentially. They entered, I suppose they entered the main, Yeah, they entered the sort of cut-off, yeah, Hastings' cut-off and found that it was actually not quite as smooth going as Hastings had promised. Yeah, it was of horrific. Uh, is- obstacles, like an unbelievable amount of obstacles, especially yeah. for that, for the, the big wagon like that yeah, they had they they had to cut their way through sort of bush and trees and all those sorts of yeah. ridiculous things that slowed them down horrifically. Yeah. And Hastings, instead of guiding them as he pointed out, he left notes along the way. Yeah. Uh, like pinned to trees and things like that, yeah. uh, telling them which to go which way to go. It's astonishing want... that people managed to find these notes. Yeah, I know, actually, yeah. It's, the yeah. Um, Considering it obviously is just like just going through just going through undergrowth. At this yeah. Minute. And the first segment of the journey, Hastings had kind of estimated saying, "Oh, you'd be through in a week." It actually took them a month to get mm. them through. So this shortcut had already cost them a huge amount of time on yeah. top of the week. They've yeah. already been running late yeah. so they're yeah. already behind yeah. by about a month now. Yeah, of yeah. where they should be. Yeah, um, and they came out of the sort of boulder strewn uh, area, yeah. Ravini, crevasse, horrific mountain range, yeah. um, and they got onto the edge of what's now known as the Great Salt Lake Desert. Yeah, um, which Hastings had left a, a sort of a tattered note at the side saying that. <laughs> um, Saying it would take you about two days to get across. Yeah. So they rest on the on the on the edge of the desert, gathered enough supplies for around yeah. two, three days, three days, enough water. Actual fact, it took them six days to get across. Yeah. The water ran out after three days. Cattle and oxen uh, and horses, so things they actually needed to get to pull the wagons, started going mad and rushing off into the desert. So they lost sort of wagons. Wagons were being yeah. uh, broken and damaged. Yeah. The reeds, oxen um, ran off, um, so they needed to leave the palace car behind yeah. in the desert. Um, and then, so they, they just lost them completely. They 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 were some yeah. of the ones that went crazy, that crazed by thirst and charged off right, into yeah, the yeah, desert. that makes sense. And then they had to spend a night sleeping in the open. And they had, at one point, there was a there's a, um, a kind of horrific story that they were saying. Um, they had to sleep out in the open and put their dogs on top of them to keep them warm. And if they yes, didn't have the dogs yeah. they'd have frozen to death. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they eventually got out of the cutoff mm. minus a large amount of. Uh, stuff basically like yeah. stuff yeah. they needed yeah, yeah, yeah. They, possessions wagons um, Orcsons, animals food yeah exactly all the stuff they needed uh, Around it took them around a month longer than it should have done yeah. so they, they, it really cost them in terms of getting where they needed to be yeah um, and the group kind of after this point they started they took an in inventory of supplies and found that they didn't actually have enough provisions to get to California so they sent two men ahead to try and get to a trade a trading place called Fort Sutter yeah and bring, them, and bring supplies back to them. And around this point also, the group started splintering quite badly. So Hastings himself was blamed for leading them down this thing. Also, James Re- James Reed became quite unpopular because he'd been a very big advocate of going down this route. Yeah. Um, which had cost them so badly. Yeah. Um, and so the group then starts to string out a bit. So the Donners move ahead of the rest of the group, around a day ahead of the rest of the group. Okay. Um, yeah. And the rest of the group start falling back. Yeah. Um, Reed. Reed starts arguing with the man, John yeah. Snyder, after their wagons become entangled yeah. and Snyder hits some of um, Reed's oxen. Reed, Reed has a altercation with him and Snyder is stabbed uh, and killed. <laughs> then, real... an interesting point actually that they, whilst you're on the trail, once you get past the continental divide, which is yeah. where America sort of ends, yeah. you kind of like, it's almost up to you. Look, US law doesn't apply. Yeah. So yeah. they had a sort of almost trial and decided to, to decide on his fate. And Lewis Kiesberg, who's one of the family members, um, there, he becomes quite infamous. Yeah. Demanded that um, James be, Reed be hung um, for his crime, but yeah. eventually, they commuted that sentence to uh, to. I didn't realize to, it was Kingsburg who. Um, yeah, Kiesberg said. Yeah, I think he like, said he, like, he said he'd hang hanging from his wagon or something right. like that. Yeah, that and helpful. in the end, yeah, in the end they. <laughs> of very kind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. in the end they gave him a horse and banished him from the rest of the yeah, group yeah. and he, he rode yeah. ahead. Um, yeah, because because he, he sort of um, he actually sort of ended up being sort of one of the only apart from the. The killing a man. Yeah, killing a guy. Yeah. It's almost like he redeemed himself but later on. But he did, like, yeah. As we as come on to yeah, he did. Yeah. Um I think yeah, this point I think that is is the part where hope starts leaving them because right. they everything starts getting quite nasty. Yeah. They're running very low on food and water. Um to try and save the 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 horses and the oxen, that everyone starts walking as well. Yeah. yeah. Um Lewis Kiesberg then he um shows himself to be a lovely man again and he throws an elderly man out of his wagon oh, yeah. and forces him to walk. Um and then the man obviously because he's quite old can't keep up and just he, falls falls behind. Behind, he falls behind no one helps him and they just yeah. like the last see of him he's just sat he's sat down because he can't walk any further yeah. and he just, yeah. just, just horrific, died it? Yeah. and they well, be, we, we, it just disappears yeah it just disappears just, disappears, leaves, dead, yeah. just left behind yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and so at this point they've lost around a hundred oxen and cattle really? between them uh, I, I didn't realise they had so many actually yeah, they had, like two hundred oxen or something yeah a lot they had a lot um, but obviously it cost them that that mm. shortcut cost mm. them in terms of just wearing people out yeah. and wearing, yeah, yeah. You know, having to leave stuff behind yeah um and yeah, so obviously, as well as tempers spraying, people being left behind, yeah, they've yeah. Left a, lost a huge amount of animals and supplies. They're Things coming, are getting a little bit more tense than they, they were are, expected. Yeah, think, they're at getting point. they're getting towards the Sierra Nevadas, but they're also being coming under increasing strain from attacks by Native Americans who are killing a lot of their cattle or yeah. stealing them. Yeah. Um, and so they're quite, obviously, they're almost running out of hope when you know, what they must see is sort of like a divine intervention when one of the volunteers returns mm. with supplies. Yeah. Two Native American guys called... Mm. Louis Sutter's Ford. Sutter's yeah. Yeah. The two Native American guys called uh, Louis and Salvador. Yeah. And the news that the passes won't actually be um, snowed up for another month or so. Yeah. So they think they've got more than enough time to get through. Yeah. Um, and so they stop to rest for about five days and then begin the ascent. Um, the donors quickly fall behind because they one yeah. of their wagons breaks and whilst fixing it, uh, George Donner cuts George Donner cuts his hand, so they have to wait yeah. for it to get fixed and then move on. So the yeah. rest of the families yeah. push ahead. And they get to what's It's quite weird that nobody actually helped him. Well again I think it's almost that they're looking at the yeah. family groups again yeah. because this their family groups are the core things of, you know, yeah. you know, they all now you know whilst they're part of one group, they're also kind of in it for themselves. Yeah. So they, yeah. they they yeah. Need, you know, they can't just stop. He's got his own family there to help him, yeah. they need yeah. to move on. And they, the, people like the Breens, the Murphys, the Keysbergs, and the Reeds, the remainder of the Reeds, get to what was then called Truckee Trucke Lake. Yes. And is now yeah, yeah. called Donner Lake. Yeah. And so this is around 1,000 metres below the summit of the, the, the mountain yeah. range they're yeah, going yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to so, say, um, they're only uh, about uh, 100 miles. They're only about 100 miles from Sutter's Yeah, now. so they're, they're you know, just up against the... Just yeah. Almost within sort of safety. Mm. And it begins to snow when they arrive at the lake. So they they start making, they make a dash, the families that can make a dash for the, for the summit and for the pass. Yeah. yeah. But they're driven back by the, the snowdrift. Because that is, that, that is it I assume yeah. isn't it? Because once you've got over the summit it's all downhill, yeah, it's downhill and you, so you can, can sort of keep going. going, keep going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Then the snow is so heavy and the drifts are so high that it makes it impossible. Yeah. The wagons keep slipping and fall over. Yeah. People literally can't carry the children through. Mm. Um, and they they' essentially lose the weather, race with the weather by yeah. one day, so they're, yeah. they're, they're literally within touching distance of getting to safety yeah when they're trapped by the the weather and they have to come back to the lake and they construct a series of cabins yeah. cabins and lean tos and the yeah. donners yeah. themselves are around six miles back um, and they, they they make a tented camp yeah and so what we're talking about here so they're six, they're six miles behind the they're main six, yeah so, they're, they're, so it's two camps really yeah, um, yeah. are in one yeah. well, Donners with their um, families and their they're sort of uh, so hired people stuff. and stuff yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, in one which is tents and then the rest of the families are in three cabins by yeah. the by the lake one cabin was already there and the construction of the two with some lean twos yeah um and so what we're talking about here is 81 people um trapped it's in an amazing amount, amount of people actually. it is yes yeah, so it's 25 men 15 women and 41 children <laughs> six of whom are babies so yeah, um so yeah. that like over over half you know over half the group's actually children yeah um yeah. and so they yeah, they are now trapped effectively yeah. by the weather in the mountains. They're in this little, little um, sort of enclosed area, almost like because there's yeah. trees all the way around, aren't there? Mm, and there's yeah. a lake, and then there's obviously the mountains on one side, and then there's. Well, there's nothing. Going back, is there basically? Yeah, and if um, you you can yeah. Google it now, it's it's McDonough Lake is what it's called now. Yeah. I think you you actually mentioned it. You said you're hauntingly beautiful. Well, it's, it's kind yeah. Of like it's, when you look at the pictures, it's uh, it's, it's stunning actually. Yeah, but um, obviously, if you know the background, it's a bit uh, yeah. more uh, haunting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, they they the storms begin. The first major storm in there we're now in early November. Yeah, it lasts for around eight days. Yeah. Um, so the snow is piling up almost immediately. Yeah, yeah, and um, this is where I think it kind of. Yeah, um, I think this is where sort of like the one thing that kind of hit home to me whilst I was researching this is that yeah. the pioneers weren't really sort of hardy outdoors types yeah. automatically. They mm. were just generally ordinary people. So when they get trapped, it kind of quickly becomes uh, clear that no one really knows how to hunt animals yeah. effectively. I think mm. one of the group managed to kill a bear, but apart from that, not much is killed. Yeah, and yeah. also it's the mountains in winter. There's not a huge amount around. Yeah, I mean it does. I mean the, the, one of the one of the things that does jump out. here, yeah, I mean. It, this is true of the earlier bits, especially in the Salt Lake Desert and mm. all the other bits. But the um, the the complete lack of well anything that you would recognise as being in any way useful to a survivor is just not there. Yes, yeah, that, it's, yeah. It's empty, completely on your own, empty yeah. landscape essentially, yeah. entrapped. Yeah, and I, and they could. There were fish in the lake, but no one really knew how to fish properly, <laughs> so they couldn't catch them either. You thought? Um, I don't know. Presumably, you would have thought you'd sort of. Oh, well, they obviously didn't expect to be in this position, but. Yeah. Um, you know, hire somebody to... I don't know, it's like going on a road trip and... No one can drive. It, well, no, 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 no. no one can fix the time. But it's so like, like, yeah, 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 gonna, yeah, I guess so, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that's not really a good comparison, but it's basically what you... They're doing things they didn't expect to be doing. Absolutely, yeah. And I think it, the situation quickly goes from bad to worse. They literally run out of supplies. Mm. They're reduced to the boiling oxide yeah. uh, into some form of gruel and then, then yeah. re-boiling bones for soup yeah. um, to, the point where, to the point where I think the bones are disintegrating and being boiled and reboiled so much. <laughs> Yeah. That, um they tried a couple of times to get over the summit. Yeah. Um but twice they were into, unsuccessful and had to come back. Yeah. Um and do you want to talk a little bit about the what became known as the Forlorn hope and there it was like um a couple of uh, like the, the the hardier men I suppose and attempted too. And, and yeah. really? Yeah, men, women have one child, one 12 year old. Yes. 15 of them. Amazing. Um yeah, so 15 of the strongest um strongest of the group which yeah, as you said included um uh, women and children but um, uh, attempted to with, with with snowshoes made from bits of cattle bones basically Yeah. Um, attempted to um, get, well, get over the summit and get onto the other side um, and then bring back a relief party mm-hmm. um, it, took, it took them two days to get to the top they were blinded by the sun when they got over it uh, and then their their sort of food run out basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got lost, and then mm-hmm. then they uh, essentially yeah they yeah that, no that was right yeah yeah so they were yeah they couldn't they were completely unable to find the right direction yeah. And we should we should note that also the two Native American guides that come back had also volunteered to take part in their yeah their mission to get them over yeah. Well that would make yeah. sense wouldn't it because they yeah. presumably know where they're going but um, <laughs> well theoretically mm-hmm. um, and uh, so that's that worked out really well. Um, I don't know whether you wanted to, to uh, touch on what happened next. Yeah, so I'll leave that honour to you. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for letting me read the really dark bits of it. Yeah, um, so, nice. yeah so after, th- you know, food ran out after about six days of this expedition. What I'm astonished by is why this was seen as an option. I suppose, I mean, it, it's just quite straight. I mean, you would have thought, I don't know, at some point you would think, hmm, maybe we should start trying to hunt something. Well, they have, they, they, the thing is they've tried hunting. Right, I suppose they on the summit of the mountain. Now, no, they're basically. also so weak as well that yeah. even if they wanted to, they probably, you know, the vision's going, getting a bit impaired by the fact they can't really, yeah. they probably won't have the patience to hunt more than anything as well because yeah. they're so hungry there. Yeah. You know, anyway, but so they've attempted, they've got over the summit now but as Tim said, they are lost Yeah. Um, the on Hope, as they've as they yeah. named themselves. After six days, the food had entirely run out. And then after a further three days, the group then starts deciding that, or talking about actually eating the, one of the party. <laughs> each other, yeah. yeah, yeah each other. Yeah. And so they go through a number of It's plans. so bizarre. is yeah. like they they draw lots to see yeah. who's going so the yeah, to yeah, be exactly. they, the first to be. Yeah, exactly. They all draw lots. And then the person who but obviously when the person draws the fateful lot, no one can actually have the heart to kill him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Slightly, so, um, I mean, there, there's a slight flaw there, isn't it? Because it's almost like, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's just such a what, big step, it? I think, for people just to... You know, it it so is, like, but that's why, I'm, that's why I'm so amazed that this was... But you're right. Mm-hmm. It, it, it sort yeah. of illustrates how desperate they were. Yeah, and then eventually, sort of, in a, sort of inevitably, people begin to die in this group. Yeah. So four people die, and from that they then... Eat, eat some of the bodies, yeah. um, they they package up the bits of the meat and label, them, and label them so that no one has to eat their relative. Yeah. Um, interestingly, the native guys refused to eat the bodies themselves, yeah. so they just carried on without food. Yeah. They then carried on, but the packaging meat proved inadequate and they ran out of food again. Mm-hmm. And then the group then started plotting to kill the Native American guys and eat them. Yeah. And they were warned by another member of the group saying this is the plan, so yeah. the, the Native Americans the ran from it. Friend, yeah, yeah. Um, they unfortunately, because they had refused to eat the meat, in the, the the human meat, then you know they couldn't go much further, so they were tracked down by the group. And yeah. then the one there's two kind of stories I've heard. One is that they were just then killed there and then by yeah. the group. And then another is that sort of one of the group had gone a bit mad and yeah. just shot them as soon as you saw them. Yeah, yeah. Either way they were killed and eaten. Yeah. Um but in you know in they do eventually if one hope then eventually manage to actually find some form of uh civilization yeah, civil a they find as sort of isolated. <laughs> Farm. Yeah. A uh, one person manages to get to the door and, and knocks on them and then tells them a story and they go back up the route and they find all these sort of half dying people yeah. lit along or the route. and yeah. the yeah. like, so um, They, they take them uh, and they get they take them in and then they eventually the alarm the alarm goes out. Yeah. Um. To to the rest of the community but to the say that yeah. saying, there are people trapped up in the mountains and they had yeah. been they well, waiting for them to come. Yeah. Because right? no way, one knew what happened to them because they knew they were on their way. Yeah. Because because the original because part of the original. Pioneered train that had left obviously independence uh, obviously did not follow Hastings' cutoff, yeah. so they were well ahead. Yeah, and they? Hastings yeah. himself had got through, and right, so from yeah. that they kind of realised that there was, yeah. you know, a group who hadn't actually made it through the mountains mm-hmm. in time, so they didn't know where they were or what what state they were in. Yeah, yeah. But then they knew from this that actually there were people up in the mountains and they needed to be saved. and I think yeah. we should come back to Jamie Reed at this point and fill people into this, what happened to yeah. him well, or what had been happening to him in the well, uh, intervening time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um I'm just going to. Yeah. So yeah, Jamie. So Jamie Reed. Uh, <laughs> Jamie. Jamie Reed. <laughs> yeah. Is that a guy from uh, Made in Chelsea? Potentially. Anyway, no one cares. Jamie Lang. Yeah, Jamie Lang. Yeah, I, I, um, James Reed. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. James Reed. Um, uh, originally, obviously, outcast from the group, but ironically, actually, sort of made it through. Yeah. Uh, quite a lot, long way ahead of the main mm-hmm. party. Um, at the news uh, was like, you know. My wife and children. Are well, there. Surprisingly, surprisingly, they didn't do anything about this before, considering how bad the winter was. But, yeah, um, yeah but I think maybe... he probably didn't know what sort of dire straits because he may have yeah. known that there were there was supplies the that way... gone back to help. Yeah. yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But yeah, so he was in. He was like, you know, suddenly um, spur, you know, it launched into action mm-hmm. essentially, and uh, tried to rouse up some money and some funds and some people to go and help rescue them. Yeah. Um, I mean, eventually, it took, it took two weeks to get the proper party together to go and rescue them. I think. Well, this this was because they were hampered by the fact that all of the actual um, you know able-bodied men essentially were off fighting Mexico. Yes, they were yeah. essentially. <laughs> yeah, they the don't the want to join the war. It's so just like yeah, a you know, really useful thing that's happening mm. over here. Um, so he didn't, didn't find them for two weeks and then set off. Yeah, well, he to... was actually so those two groups set off directly yeah. behind each other. So of one party set off and then he was in he was leading the second party, right, so they were yeah. two days behind them. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they still they set off. I think he yeah. had actually tried to get up in the mountain of just it's just come out yeah of he, he he tried he tried it on part. his own basically yeah. but it's you futile can, isn't yeah. it? it's it's astonishing because it's kind of um it, it, when you when you think of the relief party you think you know like this massive gang of cavalry and trumpets yeah. so like all this yeah. like guns blazing <laughs> it's like all this stuff almost but like, actually still, they, like, they almost they almost end up in i mean we we'll, we'll, obviously we'll touch on this but they almost end up in worse mm. worse conditions than the original Donald Yeah, yeah works, because but at least as bad yeah because i think we all say like this it's still you know, the midst of winter at the point um, because and also, they, all your stuff is quite basic as well. Yeah, I mean what do you have? Because like they, the Forlorn Hope arrived in January eighteen forty seven, yeah. um, and then the first relief party got to the camps in February eighteen forty seven. So this is literally the midst of winter. There's still storms and mm. going on. The snow is still hugely thick and heavy. Yeah, and so you know they, they seven man first relief party gets to the camps as mm. we said in February. Yeah, and I think they just sort of, like met with this February. scene of kind of February, February, yeah. unbelievable. I know, yeah. It's just ludicrous. And, and like, Sorry. they 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 go they. They, I think they come across the lake because it's frozen over so they sort of like mm. go across there and they met with this kind of like scene from a horror film almost Yeah, like yeah, absolutely. They, they describe this sort of desolate um, encampment no, nothing's really moving and then suddenly these figures start these gaunt emaciated figures start emerging from the snow like looking yeah. at them hopefully um, at this point only 12 people had died Yeah, um, some had gone Mad effectively, and as yeah, we yeah. basically, well, well that, that's on their way what's to so dying. disturbing about the whole situation. So basically, yeah. Well, well, yeah, as if that's the only thing. Um, <laughs> what I mean is, it's like, you know, that there are multiple ways in yeah. which this is extremely horrific. Yeah. And I think the other thing that's also horrific, that you touched on just earlier, is that the, although they're a relief party, they're not sort of. You know, Super flying into yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. You know, It's almost like it's not like the Red Cross has arrived yeah, in a war zone now the with the helicopters, helicopters yeah. dropping the packages <laughs> yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. They're just seven men mm. with a limited amount of supplies and mm. limited capacity to get T people back. Mm. So they could only take 24 people. Yeah. Um, and it's, which is still quite a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. But, but then there's loads of people Yeah, and, don't, don't, and as we noted this, it's mainly children yeah. as well who won't be able to get up over on their yeah. own so they have to be carried. And all the Reed, Green, and Donna children are still alive at this point. It's yeah. quite amazing in some ways and testament to the fact that their mothers were actually managing to keep them, yeah, to keep them alive, them. yeah. Um, okay. um, and so when when they were sort of rounding people up to 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 go, they there was some sort of I think quite heroism from the people who were mm-hmm. left because mm-hmm. all of the Donners and the Breens volunteered to wait. Uh, Tams and Donner refused to leave George, who couldn't move. Yeah, um, George Donner was obviously George, the head of the party. He was yeah, head, yeah. the family head of the but party, the patriarch. Yeah, basically. exactly, yeah, patriarch. Yeah. And then also Patty Reed, who was eight years old at the time, so James Reed's da- daughter, younger yeah. daughter and volunteered to stay behind to look after her brother who was only about three at the time because mm. he couldn't be taken through the yeah. walk through the mountains yeah. and she said she'd stay behind whilst the mother took Virginia Reed, the elder daughter out with her mm. so I mean there's obviously like sort of in a horrific it's situation people, yeah. yeah and also the fact that the the, sort of the relief party didn't actually have any food to leave with the with the group itself so yeah. they had to take these people out and just leave and say there's another relief party coming soon you just have to hold on for as long as you can yeah and then over, over the next two months, I think four, really four, more relief parties went yeah. to get them, um sort of in stages. I suppose that's that. that I suppose that in in that kind of situation, that's the kind of situation you would want, isn't it? a yeah. constant stream of people. It is, and like, it, like like the original, uh, the original main trail. Where there's yeah. lots of stuff happening on yeah. the route, so you're and not going to be left behind. But anyway. I think I think we were t- when we were watching the end of the one of the documentaries we were looking at while well, searching the episode, we were kind of remarking at <laughs> how the the relief party almost need, relief party successfully almost needed saving themselves. Yeah, so right, I mean, yeah. like the second relief party. Uh, when they arrived, 10 more people had died mm. and people in the camp had started to eat eat the corpses of those who were left as yeah. well. Yeah, it's just horrific. Yeah, um, but luckily both James Reed and main children had stayed yeah. alive. Obviously, then they took they took more people out but they got trapped by a storm on the way back so mm. they turned to cannibalism as well yeah. and had to be saved by the third relief party that came um and then they took more people out again. Yeah. There were only seven people at that point when the third party yeah, arrived who were left alive. Yeah. Again, Tamsin refused to leave because yeah. George still couldn't move and he was slowly dying, yeah. so he didn't want to die alone. Yeah. And then by this, by the time the fourth relief party reached the, the camps, which was April, so this is February to April hmm. is when the relief parties are going up and coming back down. Yeah. By the time the last relief party came, only Lewis Kiesberg was left alive. Yeah. And like this is like... The most yeah. horrific part of the whole is, thing. Mainly like, because he basically killed everybody else and eaten them. Well, I don't think he killed them. But I think or maybe... He didn't, or yeah. at least had yeah. eaten them, yeah. And then, like, he was just... When they arrived, he apparently, like... It appeared they, to be they, literally he completely was, unrepenting about it. As oh, yeah, I think he'd gone sort of mad by this point. Yeah, he was, like, left, yeah. like, delirious and raving in the midst of, all yeah. and stuff, like, half-eaten decomposing yeah. corpses and stuff like that. It's like... Uh, it, just, uh, it, it reminds me of, uh, you know, half Darkness, where... Yeah, around, and, yeah, yeah. Like that kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. And they just... Yeah, and it was just... Yeah, I mean... And he was the yeah just horrific yeah he was the last person out yeah and all in all um of feel like well, what was the point of saving him like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know yeah. maybe that be that guy yeah. but let's be honest and uh, uh, so overall out of the out of the the party overall forty one of them died yeah and forty six survived um, yeah yeah so but in you know, quite amazingly all of the Reed family survived all of the Green family survived yeah um, the youngest Patty Reed the youngest her daughter survived until 1931 after this. That is absolutely yes, unbelievable. Yeah. Right? Uh, so yeah, she was yeah. ni- 93 by the time she died. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And and just briefly, yep. slightly out of context thought, um, how much she would have seen over that period yeah, exactly. of time. Yeah, exactly, especially when she Well, especially behind. when she saw yeah, that, yeah. The fir- the f- you know, the very early years of yeah. her yeah. life as well. Unbelievable, yeah. Sorry. Be for... You would be scarred for year, year, yeah, hundred years. Yeah. years yeah. And I, I think, you know, as you mentioned, after the event... Yeah. Kind of like as you mentioned at the very start, the newspapers quite quickly began both sensationalising yeah, like what big, happened. Huge thing, yeah, yeah and so like you know, they've eaten the corpses of the dead. They've yeah. turned. They've fallen yeah. from grace, kind of thing. And yeah. like, this is so you know, quite lurid story started yeah. circulating. Well, about but that's, what but that's, that's that's what I find that's quite interesting. That, well, one of the only things, that's, yeah. not <laughs> not one of the only things that's interesting. But basically, the um, it is is a bit weird. Like, you know, can you imagine being the relief party and turning up and finding all these people? Over the country? It would be. Yeah, the only survivors are the ones who have basically. Uh, eating the others yeah and I think which was, is like is that are these people actually worth saying I mean, yeah, yeah were they horrific it's yeah. just um... and I think they did say when at one point there was a thing about one of the reef parted in the way and they said people were looking more like demons yeah. than people yeah um, yeah yeah but yeah, yeah I mean so, it was just for everyone involved it was quite horrific it was a yeah, horrific situation horrific, both yeah. So. yeah and you know also Disasters, within yeah. it like people apart from Hastings were shown very well yeah, Hastings is like, one of the people who profits from people's misery. Yeah. There. Well, I, well, well, I, I suppose did, he didn't profit. It was like he wasn't like he deliberately did it. But yeah, no, I see what you he mean. He kind yeah. of did because he didn't. He didn't actually. He should see should have his about root. it a bit more, yeah. and he was thinking. Yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. didn't He didn't test the root out before, yeah, before he before uh, he yeah yeah um, told people to go down it. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's um, it all there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the us to judge. Yeah. Historians don't. Yeah. Purely a science thing. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. And yeah, so um, afterwards, there's like varying, you know, people, the Reeds prospered whilst there. Mm. The Donner, all of the Donner adults had died, so mm. their children were adopted and sort of parceled out amongst the, yeah. amongst the population. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis Kiesberg was the only person who, who, the last man out, was the only person who actually openly talked about eating human flesh for yeah. a while, and he was quite it's reviled perfect. for it. And one point we find rather ironic is that, um, he made his fortune afterwards, and then opened a very successful restaurant. That yeah, I feel free to eat. <laughs> everyone, so had, everyone had to sort of him for eating human flesh, but then seemed to be happy yeah. enough to go and eat, eat at a place. that Well, he I did. think I think potentially it was like you know it was. Uh, I think he sort of almost. I, I can sort of visualise him turning it into a sort of party party piece. Yeah. You know what I mean, like a circus trick type thing. Or maybe or it was like, it was like, come, come to the restaurant where the hope the ho- the, uh, the manager ate all the, yeah, you know, cook with the can up can up it. All, yeah, all Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something <laughs> like that. Can you imagine. Um, so, uh, like, you know, people who are like, oh, you know, come from somewhere else, i.e. Yeah. not in the Donovan, yeah, yeah. presumably. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, i not sure you want to get. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Or, um, I wonder if, what it would be like to, you know, um, if you were one of the survivors. Well, running into one of the... Yeah, people, yeah. For sake. Anyway, yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe, maybe he got away with it that way, but um, yeah. it's a bit of a weird one. And it? so, you know, Hastings cut off, for obvious reasons, was all but abandoned. Basically, uh, so, yeah. 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 Hastings himself, his plan of leading this independent Californian state didn't really materialise because the war had overtaken him. Yeah. California itself was independent for 25 days. Yeah. At which point, at which point they kind of like, um, then supported the American troops and mm. eventually were subsumed into America, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, obviously, uh, immigration did sort of tail off for a while um, yeah. In, yeah. in the wake of the war Party. Probably not, just because of it but maybe that contributed yeah. in some way to it uh, yeah. up until the point when gold was discovered near Sutter's yeah. port then it was two, and then two people just, then yeah. literally 100,000 people started like, pouring back to, yeah. to get it um, amazing and I think maybe maybe that was a contrived gold discovery it was like oh no, no we've run out of people coming through now we need to find some kind of <laughs> maybe this stuff in thing. the river will be really good. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah and then now actually Donna every, everything sort of where Donna or well, the party sort of yeah. stayed over the winter. And now has the Donner name on it. It's so yeah. now Donner Pass, Donner Lake, um, everything. Yeah. Um, and just so that literally everybody is scarred for life. Yeah. Just <laughs> as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. it's now effectively a tourist attraction. It's a bit yeah. of a, a national park. Yeah. All the, the cabins have been rebuilt. I frankly um, don't want to ever go there, but you yeah, no sure. need, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's <just> horrific. <laughs> yeah. It would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that, yeah. It's huge, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, well, they renamed quite a lot of the stuff as well, didn't they? Like, yeah. So it's it's a trucky an, used to be called Truckee Lake. Lake. Now it's Donner Lake. Donna Lake. Yeah. Donner Pass. Um, You're yeah. going to say Donna Kebab but don't that's make, not really the same yeah. thing. Is it? That sounds it's really bad. It's more of a, It's more of a like a, sort of like a yeah. Nobody really wants to eat one again, not because of no, what's yeah. in it, because like oh the haunting God. remembrances of yeah, the episode. Exactly. Like, what anyway. they would have given for this cabal, India. Kebab. <laughs> Yeah. If only there had been a takeaway there. Indeed. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, but the, yeah, yeah, the drive-through. The drive. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, we should should um, I think we probably want to insert this back into the start of the episode. Yeah. So I'm just just uh, paraphrase a little that. The the yeah, the um the show the page for the, for the episode of the website. Oh yeah. Okay. We <laughs> have about this. dot com slash fourteen, which will take us to the, the Donna Party page, where you can be um, more traumatized if you wish. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> I don't think we'll put any pictures of actual cannibals on there though. No. Yeah, no. A lot of the pictures, a lot of the pictures are very haunting, anyway, the, of the members of the party. I and think I might just put the um, Hastings uh, book up there. Oh, Tim, don't do that. Don't put don't no. that Mac. Don't don't do that they don't want to incur publicity. Don't get the for to go down there. that. In <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. in my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Can> you imagine <laughs> <laughs> uh, the newspaper. <laughs> History podcast inspires <laughs> second adult <by> <laughs> <movie. laughs> partner. Maybe not trapped in the mountain again. <laughs> Indeed, can you believe we're laughing at this? Anyway, yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. Go <laughs> yeah. on, but quite horrifying. Um, so, do you want to just quickly start off on what kind of what this shows that this incident shows about pioneering? Well, I mean, other than the fact that you should probably uh, get you know look at the reviews before you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, basically, advice. I, I think I think obviously this is very. Um, it shows how despite the ongoing civilization occurring in various urban centres across America. America is still very dangerous, desolate. It's not in any way like somewhere like Britain, where you might go mm. you know, two days between towns for you know a stretch. Yeah, perish the stretch. Indeed, yeah. Um, uh, whereas you know in America, it's very easy to just wander out into the open and just be yeah, literally yeah. lost because like, yeah, once you get past, what happens essentially. Yeah, I mean, I'm astonished to see. I'm astonished to know they how they even managed to. Go two thousand miles. I know frankly, it's an yeah. amazing feat of endurance yeah. that, that so many people did as well. Well, you with know? well, that as well, but also, uh, how do they how do they keep on the right road? Well, I think I think it was almost oh, it just was a race. case of like just and follow then, the yeah. follow the leader on that like, You probably would. Have, yeah. I think you had professional guys to yeah. take you. Plus, I suppose it could, is just going west, isn't it? I yeah. So just yeah. keep heading that way. And you know, I think again also with the emigrants' guide to yeah. uh, Oregon and California, there would have been other books that would have, yeah, or other course. publications that would have. Would have appetizers routes, yeah you could have yeah. then got your bearings but so But I think it's also I think you know, we touched on it earlier in the episode just talking about how these were often just ordinary people who yeah. had left their lives in the East and yeah. were now just heading west. Yeah. I and mean, they 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 didn't go with a kind of like a bear girl sort of survival yeah. instinct. They went with their own sort of you know just average day to day. Yeah people yeah. Yeah. they got their equipment and they went kind of thing. And it's just sort of amazing that so many it's you know amazing that in some ways the Donner Party is the the uh, exception, not the rule that yeah. they, that yeah. most parties Fast majority party made it through, it through. Yeah, you know, relatively yeah. intact. Yeah. Um, it was just this one case that went horrifically wrong. Yeah, um, is there a is there a uh, modern day equivalent we could draw attention to? Would it? Um, you know, I mean, if talk about Middle Eastern. I don't want to go go too far into that area, but there Middle was Eastern, the uh, um, immigration. I was thinking the only one I can think of was that um, about that rugby so team that so crashed in the Andes, <laughs> and then they all do each each other. Uh, you being serious? Yeah. Right? Yes, actually happened. No, it was a, it was it's a famous it instance. There's a there's a, there a, rug, a rugby team. Happened. It was in the seventies, I think, and they crashed Jesus. in the Andes. Yeah, and then a lot of the some of the people actually survived. Yeah, and they were they were trapped up in the mountains. Yeah, and then they end up having to eat some of the the corpses, that's and I think again they a small group of men, I think, managed to get back, and then they yeah. brought people up or something. Like that. It's been a while. There's a film about it, right? Called okay. Alive, I think it's called. Jesus. Um, okay, it's a good film, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was the should, yeah, Um Do you think we uh, should wrap up? Yeah, yeah I mean anyway. we should mention. I think probably some further for, for further information. Obviously, you can go and read the original. There's a lot of original documentation. There, I think because they published of what's, all the letters. Part right? of what's so interesting is like this is. It's one of those few there, one of those Small, rare, in, relatively rare instances where it's just ordinary people yeah like this is you know it's not like kings and queens yeah. and presidents and massive wars it's group yeah. of ordinary people yeah and there's loads of documentation about it one yeah. there's a website called and also, also relatively literate people as yeah well. exactly yeah, yeah. and they, a lot of them kept diaries yeah. and they said wrote letters there's exactly. a website called uh, Donner Party Diary as hmm. uh, so you type the Donner Party Diary or diaries into into if uh, you either get, or either if or yeah into, the, into Google and it was like the first thing that comes up and yeah. it's say, a website where someone has collated all together all of the diaries and arranged them in date order oh wow so you can track their journey through yeah. the through pretty much day to day the whole thing yeah, yeah. Um, and there's loads of background information there as well for the links to further reading yeah and one of the one that I would recommend is a uh, book called The Best Land Under Heaven by Michael Wallace mm-hmm. um, that's a book about the Donna Party yeah um, and I think you you were going to mention the documentary I told the, you to the, watch the, the extremely you. the extremely <laughs> traumatic documentary that, yeah um, I mean I think uh, it's it's the um, I think it's the History Channel documentary is that right? Let's just uh... yeah. If you uh, if you were to, s- we'll put the put the, like I said, put the stuff on the show notes page so you can uh, have easy access to haunting nightmares. Um, the Donald Party. Uh, if you search the Donald Party on YouTube, there's a nineteen ninety two documentary, uh, which uh, about about uh, an hour and twenty five minutes long, goes into great detail. Um, Preferably don't watch it at night time. Yeah, I, I watched it at university. It basically gave me nightmares. Yeah, um, so. Unsurprising. <laughs> I had to watch it in two parts because I knew what was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> because you mentioned before, if I yeah. hadn't actually, if you hadn't mentioned that before, I'm quite glad that you did, uh, then I would probably be in the same boat. But yeah, uh, that would be, yeah, that, that's good for an overview and then if you want to delve into a bit more of the detail, visit the sites we've mentioned. Yes. Thanks for listening to Footnotes of History. For more episodes, visit footnotesofhistory.com and subscribe. Or, if you want to suggest an episode to us, email us on episodes at footnotesofhistory.com. You can also follow us on social media at FOHpodcast on Twitter, and we're also on Instagram and YouTube. Thanks for listening.